Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Oh, sure I can have a baby after 45. Let me throw these chicken bones. I never thought I'd have a blonde American wife But when I brought you that ranch dressing I knew I'd be your dipping sauce for life I booked a dream vacation on a tropical isle I only wanted to bone Oh, how could I have known that I'd wind, wind up knocked up and really pissed Oh, love in paradise We're planting a banana tree Love in paradise Have you heard of polyamory? I swear that I can see forever in your giant dick in paradise. It's the size of my arm. Fade it, Gary. Wonderful, it, wonderful. Gary. Oh my God, Daniel, if I have to tell you one more time that when I'm going on my serving job at O'Charlie's, if you one more time, if you don't unload the dishwasher by the time I get back and you're going to step on the cats, we have four cats and that is fine. And I swear to God, we're going to go with my friends. We're going to go line dancing. And my friends, Amber, Jessica, uh, all the other names of girlfriends who are sound spacing. She's back. <laughs> She's back. Your ranch dressing is back. And I'm happy to see Uh-oh. her. I'm I, so happy to see her. I honestly have a soft spot for her. And I hated her last season. Remember? I hated her. You and did. And I developed a soft spot for her. I mean... I feel sorry for Daniel, but we also have to remember, don't forget last season, y'all, Daniel was a fucking man child and did nothing. So she had to do everything. Yeah, She had to do everything. And so we're still like way more than Guillermo and Kara, who is very much like these two. Um, I don't, but, yeah, I, I think they were at the beginning. I don't see them as much like that now. No, but I think that was the my my yeah. So it's anyway. It was just a big big shit show. Um. So just remember that, like, if you're watching this season and you're thinking, God, she is so horrible to him. Like, 
No. She did he, have to do everything. He, He's he pretty clueless. Now, I liked how they showed their season of him like ripped and shirtless on the beach. And now he's got a beer gut and he's mowing the lawn in Florida. He's been eating too much leftover Oh Charlie's that she brings home. You know, that was you know, a that great lo- fucking That edit. loaded potato soup. That loaded potato soup loaded his belly. <laughs> loaded. He's still hot with it. He is still hot. He's still you hot. You can tell he's gained a little bit of weight. You can, you can almost see it in his face too. No, you can't I, see it in his face. Um, they had Oh Charlie's in your hometown, right? No. Really? No. Never so you don't even it. know. You don't remember the roles? I no. don't, are, is Charlie's even still around? I don't know. What I did like- I see? What did I see in Columbus, Ohio that I went, I had no idea that was still a thing. I think a it Bob was a Bennigan's or an or a, or an O'Charlie's. We saw or several Bob Evans. Yeah, I, I, I didn't right. know that was still. I think oh, Daniel my, also gets my his eyebrows done. walking around and he screams. He's just such a loud person. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, maybe we'll hear him on the show. Maybe. Um, maybe. All right, y'all. This is Lip, Love in Paradise, Love season in Paradise. two, episode three, Reality Bites. Now, we did not get on this, uh, 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 we did not get the scam the witch. No scam witch so, this time. Abby, no Gabby, Abby, Gabby, and Frankie. No, but let's just. Let's just jump into it. Let's talk about Danielle and Johan. Should we start? Uh, yeah. Y'all, we just finished our summer. Should be fun. The first leg of the tour. But uh, so we're taking about, we're taking July 4th off. And we'll be back there again on the 8th. And our first show in Dallas. Um, and that's your family show. You've already decided. <laughs> it is. And uh, they're VIP, coming. I think VIPs are sold out. Um, for, my, I mean, my first they, kiss is coming. My friend Jimmy Don Stewart's coming. I, everybody's coming. But and this is too. I want to say this is our first lip that's your only on our page. Was a woman, just to be clear. Yeah. Um, this <laughs> okay, is just just make just making sure. This is our first. Um, this is our first uh, on Patreon super Patreon only episode only. Ooh. So no commercials in this, shit. y'all. Motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I was still like sitting on the other one. Yeah, yeah, they're not. What can I say that 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 gives me freedom? That I, that would make the whole this. national wide audience. We're not doing this right now at all. We're not Ooh, doing this. you just you you just did it for me. Let's say okay. No, you don't need to say anything because y'all, I am shocked. We had a woman go into explicit detail about the size of her boyfriend's dick and how it. Quote, rips her open. <laughs> I feel like she's, I, but you know, she's, she's acting like it's a problem, but she's treating it like it's, she's bragging about it. I, I wonder uh, if they're going to edit this when this is on TLC. Oh, they'd have to. I think maybe not. Maybe not, but <laughs> it rips me open. She said it rips me. She's like, it's physically impossible because he tears me apart. And I went, <laughs> what the fuck is happening on this show between I this? Vaginas are supposed to be very resilient. Well, I, they're, I think more resilient than an asshole, but I don't I know. Thought so I thought so. Lube's your friend. Y- y'all, when it's a big, 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 yeah, big, super lube. duper big. It was a big, super duper big penis. You gotta use blue. Lots of it, and lots of it. Yeah. Uh, where are we? Uh, I I say that super duper because I've told you that story before, right? 
What? I'm afraid to ask. <laughs> so when my dad was married to my his second wife, Brenda, who talked like that and looked like the woman from Something About Mary, I still need to tell the story about when they got divorced and my dad and Aunt Peggy and Darla were spying on her. But anyway, uh, one day, you know how brothers kid each other? Well, my brother and I always forever had just joke about each other's dicks because that's what a lot of brothers do. And so some, we were in front of Brenda and my dad. And something, he said something about, I don't remember. And Brian said something about like joking about me having a small dick. Oh, he said, oh, he said, my my oldest nephew, Dylan, was learning. He was like two at the time. And he was learning about like boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. And Brian said to Dylan, he said, well, Uncle Matt. And Dylan looked at me and said, Uncle Matt has a pee-pee. And then Brian kind of joked, my brother, and said, well, Uncle Matt has a pee-pee, kind of. Just making a joke. <laughs> and so, no, it's like a joke that my brother and I do. It wasn't meant to like guess, a gay joke. He would say guess, it normal. No I'm, no, I'm fine. I guess I just didn't know it would be in front of your father and his new wife. I, oh, I, yeah. <laughs> uh, really? Really? You, that's surprising you when you no, know my family? Just, when, when, a fam- when the family has no boundaries, that's just well, a, another. So, <laughs> d- so Dylan then learned. He would say, Uncle Matt has a PP, kind of. Kind of. And so... <laughs> For some reason, my stepfather, our stepmother, Brenda, looked right at him and said, Deal it! Y'all, and y'all got to imagine, she's got five, fried, blonde, big hair, just teased up like four inches. And her her eyelashes, bless her heart, look like spider legs. She has so yeah. much mascara on, and she's tan as normal. can be. Tan as can be, laid out every day. Anyway, she looked right at Dylan. She said, Nuh-uh, Dylan. Uncle Matt has a super-duper big pee-pee, I bet. <laughs> And that's where we all got uncomfortable. <laughs> wow. Again, no boundaries. This should have been your first sign when you're talking about your stepkids' genitalia. Y'all, this is the same stepmother who said, is that a new phone? <laughs> when you came out and yeah. your father was starting to weep. <laughs> she didn't know what to say. Anyway. Well, that, is that a new phone? <laughs> Still, one of my favorite stories of all time because of the complete horror that's happening there and her Aww. thinking she was disarming it. Yeah. Slightly. Anyway. But the fact that Danielle's going so, I just, I stand, anyway, but it's no man. It just, they're talking this, y'all. This is all, I don't know if we're going to go through. You, I don't know how you feel about this, but I'm just kind of like rolling my eyes at all this baby stuff. No, I'm, I'm, uh, y'all, she doesn't want to hunt her baby. Let's be clear. This is how you know. Unless they just decide to film this in, uh, in the DR. But if she was really concerned, she would have already gone to a fertility specialist. That's what I think too. In New, she lives in New York City. I I was thinking they just maybe wanted to film it for the show, but it feels faked for the show. It does. It does feel yep. fake for the show. And also, too, it's kind of hard for me to watch. I know he doesn't mean to do this. I'm all about somebody having faith. But this whole thing of Johan, like, we put it in God's hand. I'm like, you don't understand how that makes a woman, a woman feel, feel like that something is even more wrong with them, that God can't fix their body. Right. And there's yeah, nothing wrong with her. I, I think... I think she doesn't see it that way, but I, but I think she, she doesn't, she is, she is seeing it in the way of almost the irresponsibility. She, she uses it as a judgment on him, which I can kind of understand. She's like, 
how could someone not think they have to take any responsibility and let's just let God handle it, handle everything? And this is, y'all, and this is someone who who puts their faith in nuts that fall on the floor in chains. <laughs> so she's yes. not, she's not, she's, she, she believes everything else. She's like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to, I need to do a little agency. My spiritual advisor can tell me, but I still have to do things. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It, so they go to the fertility clinic uh, and sure enough, we check out and, and basically uh, they're, and she even, uh, she's got no fibroids she, and the uterus looks good, but she yes. says the egg, the egg count is very low. And she even brings up, and I think this is going to become an issue where she says, I know Johan is really faithful, but I, it is funny. It made me laugh when she said, uh, she said, putting everything and just leaving it up to your faith is not taking your own responsibility. And I went, bitch, we just saw you in New York with that fucking, with your fucking, I don't know if it's called a priest or a healer advisor, or whatever. Spiritual advisor. A spiritual yeah. advisor. You literally gave up all your responsibility to him to tell you, like, come on, girl. Come well, on. It's a, it's slightly different because what she is doing is she's trying to stack the deck in her favor. Yeah, that's true. That's telling true. her something. And so in a way, she is trying to help it out. What she's doing, though, like that, the whole quartz, rose quartz breaking and what she's doing is she's already trying. She she's using her faith in almost the opposite way. Instead of putting everything on, she's trying to see almost all the negative things that can happen and using her faith to justify it. That is true. She so, goes always to the negative, and he's always like super exactly. positive. And they don't meet in the middle at all. No, they do not. And y'all, oh, he I am is a, gorgeous. So I am, he, of course, he is. I'm 100% convinced she does not want this baby. She does not want to have another baby. Yeah, I think she wants to be. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why she's talking about, if you notice this, you guys, the talk, yes, IVF is a very expensive procedure. But the first thing she goes to is money. It's not like we can talk, we can have IVF. How can we make this happen? The first thing is the cost of preventative. Let's not even talk about it. It's also because he does say like there's no he the doctor says they would have to have IVF and they would have to get a donor egg yeah. like they can't she doesn't they even have an egg for the IVF with her with her uh, yeah and so like the child would not be like she can't have a child of her own like DNA right, right. and so um which I don't thinks, know if he got that she thinks he might I don't know if he got it but she thinks she, he might have a problem with and that potentially leave her. Because he never does say, he does never, in this, he never says, it's okay if we are unable. He says, it will work out. We will have a baby. That's what he keeps saying. Yeah. Kind of I, I at feel, the end. even though they're using a translator, I don't feel like this relationship is that deep and they're really understanding one another. No, it's a completely sexual party boy relationship. Because remember, y'all, he's a fuck boy. And that's well, what he, he. He says he has feelings for her. So I don't, know if he's, I don't know if he's like fuck full fuckboy status, but that's probably true. I should back that up. No, definitely not like I think like, like other people on the show. Yeah. But uh, but you know what? I think probably in a way she wants to be I'm, I'm backing that up because I think she wants to be a fuck girl more than he wants to be a fuck boy. And the reason I say that meaning like. She wants this. I why well, I think you're 100 percent right. Why she doesn't have this baby? It's at the end when she's crying and they're sitting on the bench and she looks up and says, 
something like, I'm paraphrasing, but she said something like, this doesn't really feel like paradise. Yeah. No. And I went. It's this all, this is all kink that she had when she was there. And she uh, still wants it to be this paradise party. She doesn't want to have a kid. She just wants to live a life of going to beaches and traveling and probably taking cute Instagram photos with her really hot man. And getting dicked down yep. by his amazing penis. That's the size of the leg. <laughs> I'm telling you, I know a way that you can pay for this IVF. And it's called Fans of Only or OnlyFans. That's the way you get. He, he I, would make this in a month. I do have to say, they went to the fertility clinic right after that he had plundered her vagina in such a way. And I was thinking that doctor's looking in there going, holy fuck, what happened in here? (laughs) Whoa, a little red. It's a little red in here. Something happened. We're using her words here. She says he ripped her apart. Apart. So all I can think of is the doctor just pushing things aside. Going, whoa, wow. (laughs) A really loud party in here. That's Yeah. Wait, is is that a base camp? Is that a base camp in that fallopian tube? What are there people in there? I was just thinking. <laughs> this is like like a trash hotel room. Yeah. What went wrong here? Is that, is that a dead hooker? <laughs> is that a syringe? <laughs> was Jeff Leopard in here? That's exactly what she said. That's but what she, she said. did it the day after. <laughs> It is, yeah, it is. When she said the words, he tears me apart, I went, wow. Now, it may have been done for effect, but damn, you know. But from what I've heard, their vagina is very resilient, but maybe hers isn't, or or that's maybe she's just being colorful with her language. But Uh, the way she made it feel, it felt like a condemned house. It (laughs) did. It did. (laughs) Condemned. Oh, anyway, <laughs> I was just like thinking he's going to be, he's going to look, look at her, just pushing away scaffolding. Yeah. Just like, yes. It looks like a place where like the Batman would beat up the Joker in there. Yes. Um, all right. Shall oh. we move on? Yeah. I don't, I, didn't a, I don't have, yeah, I didn't else. have a lot of, about them. Let's move no. on to chicken fingers and ranch dressing and Daniel uh, again. Yes. I I did not I did not like her on their first season. I grew to I grew to tolerate her halfway through and I wound up liking her because I really do feel they love one another. Oh, um, for sure, and, for sure. And it's not and I don't feel that she's just like kidnapping Dick from Costa Rica like I feel like some like like Danielle yeah. is trying to do. She's just no. trying to, she's just trying to go down there and like and rent a dick and bring him back with her to New York. Yep. Um, yep. 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 And yep, yep. I believe they. <laughs> now, do I believe she's hard to live with? That would be a yes. Um, yes. Yes. And she all she has plenty of that Florida USA entitlement enough to go around. So <sighs> she does. I mean, yeah. the fact that. Well, anyway, y'all. They, so they met three years ago. They are already married. They got married on 90 Day Diaries, I think, if you wanted to and watch it. This, and they did it in a smart way because they didn't do 90 Day Fiance, and they had a courthouse wedding quickly so they could get his work permit quicker. 
which is which, the more realistic way. But y'all, we wouldn't have a 90 Day Fiance without it. Let's be honest. We wouldn't. But I think it's delayed because Maybe probably COVID. of COVID, I guess. Yeah. But it's been now like eight months now, which is a long time. It shouldn't take that long. Uh, it's been delayed eight months now that he hasn't had work. Uh, so, And she bought a house the weekend they got married. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I, for some reason, I thought her job was something in like HR or personnel. I don't know why. Maybe that's just Amber. I, <laughs> maybe that's I what I'm thinking. Maybe. I, I thought she it was, was a too, server. But now she's a server at a restaurant. So um, I thought so too. I thought it was more of an administrative job. Maybe she quit her job to go maybe down there. Or, to, or maybe we really never knew, but I'm just, so she had savings, obviously, but Unless you're at a really nice restaurant, you guys, they're they're trying to change this. It's you don't have full benefits as a server. No, you have to be at a, especially in Florida, you have to have it's, uh, it, it's it can be money, but you're not. So a lot of times, it's like you'll she'll be on Obamacare because they're not going to give you benefits. No, and she's a saver, so. I mean, the house about it's a very cute, modest house. I will say, Daniel doesn't know how to paint. She is painting correctly, and Daniel he says you up and down. <laughs> that is not the way you paint. You paint in like a W. That's how you paint. Uh, but you know what? At least it, it was nice to see hear him say something instead of her saying, "Daniel, you're gonna do it like this." Um, yeah, and like he got the she's like, "Daniel got the paint on the floor." He's like, "Oh, you clean it. It's fine. You clean." What's interesting is. Uh, he, she did say, uh, I, she said, at least she's been upfront about this. So there's a little bit more healthiness here. She's like, Daniel's not working and I've become a little resentful that he's not. And, and it feels like it's on me to do everything. Mm-hmm. And so at least that's out in the open instead of not saying it. Like someone like Patrick from Patrick and Tice would say, well, spend all your money. Just then like throwing it out there. At least. So this is, I don't think it's fraudacity, but I'm surprised that he's not working. Maybe it's because he is on the show, but if he works in construction, it is very easy to work in construction and get paid under the table. That is true. Maybe they're worried about saying that and being on the show. Oh, they wouldn't do it. But I wonder if they're doing that. Oh, I see. He he actually is working. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know a lot about that. I do know a lot of the people who work with my my brother. Uh, uh, um, maybe don't <laughs> say that for your. Well, I'm editing that out of the show. <laughs> this the, no, please don't report my brother. No, well, no. Like, you know, there, there is a, there is a, there is a history of people who are who are working un, undocumented um, uh, for construction and jobs like that. Oh, you're gonna. <laughs> okay, yes, fine. I'll I'll say it. now we're back. But you're right. There is a history of people working in, especially industries of construction and things like that, who are um, undocumented and without work permits. Yes, yes, like yes, yes. There yes. is a history of that. So maybe he is, or maybe maybe they didn't want to because the show. Maybe he just says, "I don't want to do it." You know, maybe until I get that. So I don't know. But maybe. you're right. It's uh, so they also y'all. Her sister is living with them because she needs more. She needs more money for the house. She needs more money for the house. And there are uh, four cats. And there are four cats. Da- Many- this montage of Daniel saying, everywhere I go, there's a cat. 
when I try to sleep, there's a cat. There's a cat on my feet. There's a cat <laughs> in my head. And I went, this is starting to sound like a Dr. Seuss poem here, the way he describes it. But there, there was a cat on my head. There was a cat that needed to be fed. There was a cat that sat on my lap. There was a cat that had a pap smear. <laughs> <laughs> that, that didn't work so well. I really should have thought about lap. No, that's true. It's true. Yeah. A nap. nap. Um, it, 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 uh, there was a cat that took a nap. I think pap smear is funnier, though. Does it I wrong? think so, too. Um, so I, the caps, the, I've named these Minnie, Flossie, Golden, and Bob. Bob. <laughs> Bob. Bob. Um, it's so, but he talks about there's literally no privacy. And, uh, but so she's getting ready to go eat. And Daniel says, can you sit here for one second? No, server to be for a job. Sorry to go, sir, to, to work. Yes. She's going to work. And he's like, you sit. And he said, so because I have this background in construction, can I make the room in the back? Can I turn that into a bathroom so we can have a big bathroom? They cut to all three of them in the bathroom and Daniel fucking asking for body wash. <laughs> now, honestly, this from this is shades of Emily and those five adults living in one bathroom and with one bathroom. Yeah. But I three y'all three people in a small house in one bathroom is also a lot. I, but it is re- unrealistic for him to th- making over a bathroom besides a kitchen is the most expensive it thing. It's very do. expensive. And y'all, it always costs more than you think. Uh, I think he's, I think in general, he's thinking of as when he'd be hired by construction and things like that, they would pay him. He didn't think about the seed money that it took just to pay for that. For that. Yeah. And so, also, yeah. Uh, he is still young. He is still young. I think he's 23, 24. Am I yeah, wrong? and that, yeah, he is very young. And they didn't say this in the episode, but we find out. I think the reason she doesn't want him to redo the room is because that's where fucking her gay best friend's gonna live. <laughs> that he Ashton! doesn't know about yet. Ashton. Love, Ashton, oh my god, I love working with you. I like how we make fun of all the customers. Yeah, God, I will have more to say about Ashton later. Um, we will. So I wish though, instead of telling her him. You know, I pay all the money, Daniel. And like, so I make all the money. So it's like, it doesn't matter what, what we need to do. And it's like, that's not really important for me right now. It's, it is the way she says it. And I know y'all, we, we, we've known Amber. She gets very stressed and it usually comes out as anger or being fed up with something. Mm-hmm. It's easy to take something like her anger, which it's really not about him at all. It's about how stressed she is about money. Which is, yeah. she is wound tighter than Dick's hat band. Um, she is. And, it's this, and the way that, she, this is where she first says in her testimonial, like, well, when he makes money, that's when he can have an opinion and say and things. And I went, uh, that sounds gross. That's gross American entitlement bullshit. Especially when you're the one that she talks about, like, I paid all this money to have you come over here and do this. I'm like, yeah. And y'all chose to do that together. But he can't actually, he can't right. even work. Like, it's, so. It's very podhasty to talk like that. It's very podhasty, uh, but it's also kind of what you said, like with Kara and Guillermo, like give him something. Give, give him, him something. something. To me, to me, I think how great that I have a partner 
that wants to do something and just doesn't want to sit here and play video games all day. He wants to work on something. He wants to better our lives. And can you imagine if Libby did something like that with Andre when he couldn't work? It's like, you don't get an opinion. Can you imagine? Oh, can you know? Yeah. And, but I'm just saying that kind of, we, we've seen that before, um, use, but never as direct. And so I understand why there's going to be a lot of hate coming for Amber on this. I I just thought it was just an extension of what she's done before. Um, I think, I think she's a well-meaning person. That's just fucking gross American entitlement. It just is. Call it out when we see it. Speaking of, let's go line dancing, everybody. Oh my God. Let's call up Monica and Ashton and Courtney and Jay. They're all my friends. Yes. So they, they all go, they go line dancing. Um, Dan- the, it does Daniel feel says, like. Your friends are a mess. He's like, they're a mess. And when you're with them, you get messy. You're yeah. drinking. You're, he's like, I don't like this. He also thought that was just Amber on vacation. And he realized, no, that's Amber every Saturday at Billy Bob's yep. <laughs> or wherever, Am- wherever mm-hmm. they go. Yeah. Or at Dallas mm-hmm. Bulls or. Arbuckle Ballroom. <laughs> Arbuckle Ballroom. That was ours. That is not a, they need to, they need to find more, more names than Arbuckle. Well, it closed now, but that's the, you know. I don't care. There's not any uh, line dancing really anymore. So I like it when he's like, let's do this. And so they're light dancing and they're doing, of course, it's shots time. And he's like saying, Amber, don't get too drunk. And their gay friend is there. And I'm like, as soon as we see the guy at the table and he's got dark eyelashes and good skin, I'm like, oh, that's their gay friend. It's that's that obvious. Friend. That's their gay And so. <sighs> you would see a straight guy who looked like that here in Los Angeles, y'all. Not in Seminole, Florida. Not in that Seminole, is, Florida. That is a gay guy who like sticks out like a sequined thumb. Is it Seminole or Sarasota? I thought they're Seminole, in Sarasota. Seminole. Oh, they're nope. Seminole. Seminole, Florida. I don't know where that is, but um, I have. A, I guess it's going to be up. I don't know on Florida. They keep showing beach pictures, so it's got to be there, right? What if it's just an inland shithole? <laughs> Look it up, please. We really do rag on Florida a lot on this show. Uh, you can't say gay in Florida. I think we can rag That's on true. them right now. Yes. I'll let you. I'm, I'm going to talk while you find Seminole, where Seminole is. Seminole, Florida is. Um, let's the F, see. That's the FS, uh, FSU mascot and the, and the Indian tribe. Oh, it's so. So, you know how there's Tampa and then you know how there's like uh, uh, there's. It it Tampa there's Tampa's in like a bay because there's like a little peninsula that shoots yeah, out where Saint Petersburg yeah. is. Yeah. So the, in Clearwater, Seminole's it's nowhere near that. <laughs> no, no, not at all. It's on the <laughs> other side of Florida. No, I'm kidding. That's where Seminole is. It looks oh, so like it's like it's like a close. It's close to it. That's what it looks. Yeah, that's where it is. It's close to all that. So that's why it's always close to the. Wow, they could run into. Um, they could run into Natalie Libby and Andre. Oh, it's near St. Pete's. Yeah, because is it Libby and Andre in Clearwater? No, Clearwater. No, Libby and Andre are in. Um, they're in Tampa. They're basically they're all right Tampa. there. What a what a little pocket of goodness of ninety yeah. day. And uh, and uh, Natalie's in St. Petersburg. And, and Courtney is from that area too, Courtney, isn't she? Courtney's in Orlando now. 
Oh. The yeah. city where dreams are made of. <laughs> that show needs to come back. I can't believe I said that. Uh, except no, not no, with. No, it does not right now. <laughs> except not without, but without the identical Pang twins Pang. who married each other and without Pang Pang. Uh, I'm fine with anybody else. No more have Pang Pang. Any time for more shows. No more blonde twins who, and with, with the. Uh, some the 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 other twins who I think they have a suicide pact if one ever leaves them. We do. Um, <laughs> so y'all, they're talking. They're uh, uh, she's she trying said, to get Daniel to dance. He doesn't want to dance. She's like, she's like, like we're gonna do partner. We're gonna dance. I want to be like partner salsa and bachata, sexual dancing, and not just like doing boot scoot boogie on a line dance, uh, which, and which I is say, very, very, very country Western American. Well, I want to say that is the reason why they made this dance. So that way men and women wouldn't be dancing and holding one. And that's one of the reasons why all, I think interesting. all interesting. Yeah. So it's and all about, it, all about the puritanical nature of America. A lot of it is. Yeah. Let's just have fun. Everybody. There's nobody touching anybody. We can do this at church lock-ins. It'll be great. <laughs> Doesn't sound fun at all. I want to be grinding up on you, people. I'm Ooh. telling you right now, line dancing was invented by Baptist. I know it was. <laughs> you can't tell me otherwise. I never enjoyed it because I wasn't able to like grind up on someone or put their put my hands on their body. Yeah, you're kind of <laughs> like Daniel. You're sexual when you dance. <laughs> so, y'all, we do meet Ashton, uh, her gay friend. Who she and- calls her best friend. He's her best friend. Right. And they work together serving. So y'all, they if, if you've ever worked serving, if you're a woman and you've ever worked serving with a gay guy, they're the meanest motherfucker in the world because that was me as a server. They're, they're the meanest. But the fact that Amber is friends with him, <laughs> y'all, makes me solidifies even more. Amber is our people, and I think Amber's she's a, a dick sissy, pig. y'all. She's a sissy, and she's a dick pig, and she's going to have to do a lot for me to not like her. I think it is it, her entitlement really bothers me, but there's something about her that is endearing to me that yeah. makes it okay. Um, yeah. I I I feel like we're 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 being sold a storyline that I think we're seeing the worst of her here because we saw the worst of her at the beginning and near the end she was trying to y'all never forget that scene in the car where he's falling asleep. It's like Daniel, you need to answer this. Yeah, <laughs> we did a meeting thing about it. What is my favorite chicken finger sauce? Daniel, so good. When was I born? Who's my friend? What's my mother's name? <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> oh, she was a she was great fodder. Um, she was anyway, great fodder. I think, and I think we'd, we we we've talked to her a couple times on Instagram, and that y'all, she gets the joke. She gets. She gets she's a joke. blonde woman from Florida. She gets, she gets it. All, she gets that. Yeah. Um. I didn't know this was going to happen so early, but y'all, she's back. I think it's time for a, our, our first, this is our first Love in Paradise. Lip, Re- lip, uh, lip theater. Lip our theater. first lip theater. We're lip not going to sing. Lip service. We're not going to sing because we're, we're remote, but go. I'm in Oklahoma. He's in LA. It doesn't, it doesn't sync up and it bothers me. It bothers Poodle. 
All right. Poodle's going to be playing role of Amber because we believe he played Amber last time. So we like <laughs> so, to be cons- – that's one of the only things we're consistent on. Consistency is, who is the hallmark of reality case. Yeah. That, you know what? People are going to be like, actually, it was Maddie last time. And we're going to be like, sorry. We don't remember. We don't Pretty, remember. I feel 95% sure it was you. So I, I believe – I'm drawn to uh, I'm drawn to usually entitled naggy women. Yeah. So, so uh, Poodle will be playing Amber, and I'll be playing Ashton. So yes. And sing. Woohoo! I'm having such a good time. I love being out with Thanks. all my friends, and that includes you, girl. Oh, you oh, too, girl. So I'm gonna be out of Charlie. Amber, let's just Amber, let's just stop stop doing shots and come over here, on, Amber, on, and let's talk. Let's what? talk. No! Amber, no. Amber, you're gonna smudge your eyeliner I put on. My come God. over here and oh sit. Oh my God, you're so good at that. I love, I love you. 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 Can we make out later? You. It's okay that I have a friend. Honey, it's okay that I have a husband. Remember, that's one of the reasons why I got divorced. Oh, so we can't you're such do that a good anymore. And you have a husband. No, oh, you have a husband you now, a Amber. Husband, we and look what I, happened. Exactly. That's what, by the way, girl, thank you for letting me move in with you into your house. I appreciate that yeah, so about much. About that. About that. Yeah. Did you tell um, Daniel yet? We talked about that, Amber. Not yet. Did you tell? I, I, I haven't told him yet. Girl. He's like, girl. He's, girl. He's, uh, we're just, we're like, we're fighting. And like, I feel like he has no say because I make all the money. So it's like, what is he going to do? Uh, uh, so in my head, I'm screaming right now, but I'm going to be nice and say, while I can see the fun. validity, while I can see the validity at that point, girl, remember I got divorced because I didn't tell my husband shit, girl. Remember? Yeah. That's true. I did- like when you were like, that's kind of like, and you were okay with like hiding like four kilos of cocaine in the storage room of O'Charlie's. And that's- I, first yeah. of all, I don't like to talk about me being in O'Charlie's ever because I feel, because <laughs> you know it makes me bloated, but it's so good. God, I love those I cheese sticks. I never went to the soup. Oh my God. Yes, but Our burgers this is are what still the best. But you don't talk, you don't talk to someone. Soon you're just ah. going, over, you're going through the motions. And the next thing you know, you're dating a manager of Wet Seal and wondering why you're divorced. <laughs> So, Amber, listen to me. Listen to me. You've got to talk love, to Daniel. I love their leggings, though. Well, I, they are I so miss, cute. I miss, so, I miss Robert's discount. Oh, God. Robert, such a nice dick. But, girl, anyway. I love you. Please tell him, please. I well, love here's the you. Thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You're still. You're going to give me $500 more a month. So, like, he has no absolute say in the matter because it doesn't pay any rent. He doesn't do anything. So, I make all the decisions. Got it? I make the decisions. Woo! There's a bull over there. Let's ride the bull. And scene. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but... 
that all begin to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals, you know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not in a purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans loved the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our song, Finch Song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Song Finch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. <laughs> Oh, Ashton, y'all! I I don't know I don't know where they work, but let me tell you one thing: the conversations they have about customers are awful. Oh, they talk about customers, and but I what is funny to me is that like he really is like 
Bitch, I'm trying to keep it real with you, oh, and she is, is not hearing he's it. He's basically insinuating that his marriage broke apart because of communication Because issues. of lies. Y'all, I guarantee you, uh, one of them thought the marriage was open. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. That usually is what it is. Trust me, I've been there. Not in an open marriage, but the the open one. The, yes. the, the third. The third. <laughs> and then I found out, wait, the other person thought it was a close marriage. <laughs> Oh, when you get that knock on your door at 3 a.m. Sebastian, you're in there with that whore. That's never happened to me, but, you know, <laughs> I think about things a little. And y'all, they're just, uh, they're just, at the end, she's riding a mechanical bull like a woohoo yeah. girl and spill her drink everywhere. Yeah, I'll well, tell, him to, tell him tomorrow. So we'll see how that goes. Um, let's talk about. Ariana and Sherlock, <laughs> shall we? Do we have to? Do we have to? By the way, did you catch the two friends' names? I completely wasn't looking up. Yes, there's okay. Corbin and Paige, and Corbin and Shut Paige. Up. Her name is you. It sounds like you just made up those names. <laughs> no, they're Corbin and Paige, and Corbin and. <laughs> of course they are. Because they're all wearing, and Paige. they're wearing way too much makeup at a daytime look. It's all a, three of them. And like this is eleven thirty, they're but, still doing brunch. Yeah. So Ariana goes and meets her friends, and she's like, she sits down. And she's like, "Well, I'm about to leave for Jamaica," and they're they're basically y'all. They can see that this isn't where again everyone okay. sees, but Ariana. Okay. I have been saying since this season began, three episodes. Ariana has no friends, or why will her friends not level with her? Y'all, these aren't good friends because they're not actually leveling with her. They're asking her questions. Well, maybe Ariana isn't that friend who would ever listen. Maybe she'd get mad at one of them. I think that's it. I think she's, because think about the way she acts with Sherlon. He basically has told her, and she doesn't take... I think actually it's not that they're bad friends. I think they're trying to be nice friends because they gave her, they said things like to her, like girl, that's a big red flag. So they're trying to give her warnings. Yeah. And they're trying to be, they try to say things like, you know, cause this something that happens, which is, this is why. So last people commented on our Patreon. They're like, I don't think Sherlon's a fuck boy. And I went, no, Sherlon is a fuck boy because, and we knew it. I don't think he's going to, and I do worry about Ariana weaponizing the kid against him. 100%. At the same time, I don't think Sherlock's going to do anything to try to make an effort to be a father in his son's life. I just don't. And she brings up, he hasn't even filed the paperwork okay. to put his name on the fucking birth certificate. Y'all, that's not a complicated thing to do. You fill out a piece of paper, you take it to a, a, a courthouse or a, you get it notarized. You sign it in front of someone. You send it to her. That's it. He has to now, do the least amount of work. Now, this is this was this is a huge red flag, you guys. If that yeah. now the fact that she has allowed this, or that she has did not put a boundary and say until you send until you file the paperwork, I'm not coming. Uh, then the the fact that that was not uh, a boundary set by her is very telling. Um, that it's all codependent shit now. It's just she's gonna force him into being in a relationship with him to being in a relationship with her. Now the friends do because say also that- I want to I just want to say this 
Because guess what happens too if he files the paperwork and puts his name Child on the birth support. certificate? Child support and it'll probably be easier for him to get back and to get into the US. Yeah. And and she doesn't and she wants that, but he doesn't. Yeah, I don't think he wants to go to the US. <laughs> Y'all look yeah. at Daniel. He wants to this guy works at a fucking swingers club in Jamaica. He wants to live the life Daniel. of luxury. Sherlin. He doesn't, Sherlin. He doesn't I know. No, I said look at Daniel. Sherlin doesn't want to be Daniel oh, I see. mowing the lawn in Florida or wherever they in they live in uh Quincy, Seminole. Illinois. Oh, you they he doesn't I see. I'm confused. I was making the comparison, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Um so they are and at one point she says, she's like, on my end, she's like, I think I'm an exclusive relationship with Sherlon. What has given you that? That's something you made up in your head, honey. And unless he's he never said that, that we I heard- feel like I feel like that we would have heard him say that if that was on. And we have not seen that at all. What he y'all, he is such a good talker. He He'll is, say he things is. like we need to work on our love. He's we, and he's avoidant. He's very distant. avoidant. Yeah. yeah, we've grown distant, and we need to work on our relationship. Because he it's talks like empty. a boy, and it's yeah. avoidant. And y'all, what? And the friends, when the friends hear, she's like, but he also works at a swingers resort. And the blonde friend at one point, one point, you can actually see her face kind of Corbin. crack. You see Corbin going, <laughs> "Oh God, Ariana, what the." Fuck y'all! When, she, when Ariana left, because of course she had to go take care of her kid from her mom, these two friends stayed and talked about how fucked she was. They were like, "Oh no my god!" My, they ordered three more mimosas and got day drunk. They date and <laughs> and then she tells him a story about how he left his phone. He butt dialed her, <gasps> and she heard him talking with another woman and laughing and giggling and singing. And then when she called him back later, he lied about it. He lied about it. It's just like the the problem here is I I would love to put all the blame on Sherlon, but I don't think that's what's happening. She just can't see the truth. And yes, he might be lying to her in, in one way or another, but ha- come on, honey. I it's just it, wake I, up. I yeah, it's I think it's I think it's shared pretty equally. I think he is a very like you said a smooth talker and he doesn't want to be the bad guy. So he always wants to make her feel like he so he is leading her on, but he's also giving her so many signals to say I'm not right. interested. And because if, he'll if, never break up with her. He'll never it, break up no, with her. No, it is sad to me that probably Ariana I bet she wouldn't behave this way if they didn't have a baby. She'd be like fuck this guy. She would not. I agree with you. And it so it is sad that she probably is just telling herself, if there's any chance I can make this work for my child's father, I'm going to do whatever I can. And, and that breaks my heart. And let me tell you, I'm going to take issue with what you just said. I think it is much less about making sure Sherlon sees his kid instead of we're going to be a family. I agree. I, I agree with I that. Think I, it is, with that. I think what you're saying and what, what you're saying and what I'm saying is very different. I agree. Um, Actually, I agree with that because it does. When you say that, that's true. She does kind of almost use, you know, we worry about her weaponizing the kid to keep Sherlock from him, but she also kind of weaponizes a kid as the way of why they need to be in a relationship. Yes. Really. She, yeah. this, this is what she conflicts. We've been saying this since last, last season. 
She's conflating the fact that they have a child together, that A, they should be together in a romantic relationship, number one. That's the first thing. B, they should be a family that is together and a family that is in the same place, perhaps, that they need to work on their relationship. None of these two things he wants. No. And he just won't say it. The other thing I think we have not, I, I think he probably does say this to her, but we don't hear any time they, they, they FaceTime when, when they, and maybe the show edits this, we don't hear anything from him about mm. so glad to talk to you. So glad to see you. No. So either he, she's he, making it all up in her head. Even when he sh- they're not she shows it. up. Yeah, they're not. Oh, but I don't think that's that was brutal. Even when she shows up in Jamaica, he never even hugs her. He doesn't even hug her. He he takes the kid and the kid cries. Books is a stranger. Um and but it's so funny, she says, uh, and that's when he um he said, This is love at first sight. This is the best day of my life. He's like, it's me? all me? about, Are you Odin. about me. Oh. <laughs> oh. But yeah, he doesn't even hug her, y'all. No. And in the car, he says, <laughs> in the car, she's like, and on this trip, Sherlon's going to change all the diapers and he's going to do all the daddy things. And I'm like, boy, that's just, if, if that's not a panty dropper for him, I don't know what is. Yeah. To get him. <laughs> yeah. What, what is her goal with this? Is that to make him enjoy? Is, is she trying to kind of get back at him for not being there? It's like or, she wants this instant, instant Ozzy and Harriet. It makes no sense. Or it's saying you're going to get a taste of your own. Med- you're going to learn how to be a father because that's going to make him say, "Oh, I think I like this." Yeah. Why, I, why did I say Ozzy and Harriet? That's the most dated reference ever. I didn't. I, it's normal for you. I've never God. seen that show. What? Oh, I love that show. It's such a crush on Ricky Nelson. Oh. I have a feeling that was on Nick at Night. I never watched Nick at Night. Ricky and David Nelson. Talk about a pair of hot brothers. Oh. Let's oh. not talk about Nelson incest, please. <laughs> well, no. And now, you know, I wonder what Nelson the band's up to, the twins. I think nothing's been heard of them for a while. I'm sure someone can tell us. Oh, so sad. Uh, after oh, yeah. the rain, that was Nelson's. Yeah. After the a- rain. After the and and uh now after the rain. The rain. Yeah. And then also love and affection. That was them too. I can't yeah. Live without without your love, love and affection. Yeah, that was them too. Oh. Uh, we just had someone go, "Oh my god, I'm the biggest Nelson fan ever." <laughs> and I just go, "I don't care what they are." Okay. Uh Shall we talk about two top time? Is it two top time? That sounds okay. like I'm working a restaurant again. Is that two top available? Uh, Is that two top available? So, so two tops walk into a bar. <laughs> yeah, it's some. Th- but it's we got some... Pl- we found plenty of things to do. Okay, I have a theory. I also have a theory. Let's hear yours first. <laughs> they woke up I, together. I think Matt Sharp is a dick pig. Because we've we've heard about Danielle talking about Johan's big, huge dick. And now we hear about Valentine and Carlos. Literally, the conversation is how big their dicks are. I think Matt Sharp is a ratings pig. 
Um, and he knows that dicks are ratings. You know um, what I think? I think Matt Sharp has listened to our show and seen how big, <laughs> seen that we have all of his listeners and their dick pigs. And he went and he says, Miranda, I've been listening to this podcast. It's popular. We got to put more dicks in the show, Miranda. I'm more dick. dick pig market. <laughs> oh, we're going to break this wide open, Miranda. Give me. Just a, I just—he's like an old, an old man smoking a stogie. Yeah, just eating a bowl of sauerkraut. Miranda, <laughs> what do you think about a story with two tops? And there's a lot of, and they just keep saying the word penetration, penetration over and over again. <laughs> um, what's well, so what? What's your theory? They okay. They were talking about they. I was talking about what they did sexually. So. They said, and he said this later too. We, you're a good lover. I'll give you that. We got, and you're a big dick, and it's thicker than I thought. All these things we all knew. He had a, he has a thick dick. They all both, yeah. they both have big dicks. Yeah. So they said we had lots of things to keep us occupied. My first thought was, y'all, one of them fucked the other's armpit or underneath their knee or something. Because oh yeah, you can do that. You can or like fucked in between their feet. That was my I, thought. I went to all the ways they could fuck something because we've all each been other. we've all been fucked those ways. <laughs> I, I y'all, I can't tell you, and it's usually been for me. I don't, I don't, because he mentions feet. People have fucked my armpit before, and I don't know. Uh, I've been with many men who like my feet and have fucked my feet. Yeah. I can't. If I had a nickel for every time I had semen on my toes, y'all, I would be I'm doing not, this show. See, I'm not. I've had that happen. I I'm not really into it. I just let them kind of do it. But I'm not, I'm not I'm, either. I'm not going to applaud and 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 Meryl Streep over that like I do about I, some things. Yeah, I'm fine with it. <laughs> you know, it, I, they're having a good time. So exactly. Um, but I do want to say, and Carlos says I'm satisfied. Valentine says I'm this not. Is, well, this is interesting, and this I I brought this up, and I want to revisit it and see what you think now. Um, about different love. Um, and no, I, I agreed with you then. I, I think it's even oh, more apparent. I, I thought you weren't convinced. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, yeah, I said I think okay. you're. I remember you saying like I think yeah, his is very emotional and something to prove. Remember, because I said yes because like he wants to use Valentine to come out to his family. It's such a yes. personal, yeah, emotional thing to him. And Valentine, it just seems so sexual and non-emotional yeah i agree okay, with i'm that. sorry i thought we were i thought we were differing on that maybe not um because i think you're just this, used to me not agreeing and it's rare that we both <laughs> are like i'm like yeah well, no i think with this with this and i think it's even harder now because valentine this is the exact words i want to make sure i wrote this down because you can see where he's going i'm thinking about about a lot of the things that we can do and the possibilities yeah so Y'all, I want to make sure our terms are clear. Valentine says he is polyamorous, which means just to be be very clear, this means you it's you have your you it is you think it is possible to love more than one person, and and you can be in a relationship in polyamorous and amor love, so you can love in in a three or foursome and you and you love there is a loving relationship between all these people an open relationship is not that an open relationship is specifically defined as a relationship that is between two people and they are not ex mutually exclusively sexual with each other 
Yes. And now there can be an open relate. I forgot what it's called. It's called it, like a. It can be both. Mon- now there can be, there are though, mo- uh, monopoly relationships where one person is monogamous yes. and another person is poly. So, however. Wait, wait, wait. Not, not. So, you mean that one person will, it, I think that's poly. Oh, I see what you're saying. So no, one person- no, I know for sure. Yeah, I have a friend who is in the one. And so they're in them like they are mono, meaning they just want to be with their person, their partner, but their partner identifies as poly. So right. they're not with other people, but their partner is. And when you say poly, you mean polyamorous when the polyamorous. love is accepting. Not yes. so in other words, does that poly person able to confess their feelings of love for the person that they're with? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's Boy, if I, I was I, Mont, I, I would not be able to do that. I'm well, t- no, telling I, you right now. <laughs> no, but I only bring that up because just because an open relationship or a polyamorous relationship, both people in the relationship don't have to be poly or both people don't have to totally be open. Agree. There can be, but I, I, I bring that up because like you said, Carlos is not going to be able to do that. No, absolutely not. No. I want to specify, this is the feeling, polyamory meaning having feelings. There's a very big difference between having feelings with someone than just having sexual encounters. I know that's strange for well, some yeah, people. And polyamory, usually you have a relationship with someone. Yeah. So it's like someone you go to dinner with, you might go on vacations with. Well, however you express love. Yeah. Like, how, yeah. You, 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 and, but it is, yeah, the way he, he does talk, he's like, we could do all these things. And that's when he it, says, you got a big dick. I got a big dick. We got a lot of love. And to me, he is, maybe I'm wrong here. He is only conflating sex with adding another person in. It, he says Polly, so I'm going to believe his words. But the way he talks about it sounds like an open relationship. Yes, that's what, that's what it keeps. It, it makes me, I would want to ask him what he thinks polyamory is and get into, in other words, if he has, what, and, how, and you can define your relationship any way. But I feel like Carlos would would be more open to an open relationship than a polyamorous one, where maybe, there are feelings maybe. involved. Because often, too, I, so, someone who's polyamorous could maybe they're with their couple A, and but then maybe they're with one other person. But it doesn't mean that they're having sex with a bunch of people. It means right. they're only That's in very, relationship. An open relationship. The only an open relationship is a catch-all term for anything where uh, two people are not completely uh, monogamous and it's agreed upon from the I both mean, of them. I think what we're both, the whole point is it kind of doesn't matter what we're saying because it's all about what, what rules you make for yourselves as a couple and make sure that your values and your rules are in an agreement. And right. that's what we're saying is there's well, not any values or agreement in this relationship. No. And there, and I just don't even think their terms are clear. Um, yeah, exactly. And so it's, I, it's I, not going to go good. And what, what I'm hearing is every time uh, Valentine talks about it, it is in terms of sexuality. Yeah. Uh, and what he needs to – he even said, we need to find a bottom who is primarily that. Yeah. And that's the first parameter. Now, what is interesting, and I wrote this down. We're going to go back. Valentine is already talking about polyamory when they've met for the first time the next as, – as for the dinner. And maybe yeah. I'm maybe I'm old school. Work on your own relationship first. I 
from a, you're not, I will speak from a therapeutic perspective and doing like couples counseling and all that and having a lot of friends that the friends that are successful in open or poly relationships are the, the cup, the friends who talk about it for a long time. They're the friends that go to couples therapy. They're the friends that their relationship is in a pretty good relation, pretty good space before, or at least a strong, even if their relationship is a little rocky, they have some history and trust between one another to navigate uncomfortable right. feelings. They just met for the first time. Yeah, You guys, this, None is, of that. this is not, this is why it feels all sexual to me. Yeah. This is he's already bringing it up and says, "We just we're as two tops, we just need to find a bottom and throw around." That's an open relationship. I I don't know why we're parsing this. They don't and, have any trust. And it can exactly. And there's no that's a, a polyamory has to be built on trust if it's going to work. And there is no trust here. Carlos has been adamant, I assume over the 2 years that they've been speaking on the phone, yeah. That Carlos has been adamant that polyamory isn't for me. And Valentine is basically trying to teach him all the ways it is for him. Yeah. And I just, it it just tells me this is just going to be a massive failure. Um, yeah. And because emotions are going to get involved. Carlos is going to get very, very upset. And uh, like, I think you said before that you think they could be friends. I, I don't think that can ever happen. This is going to be a blow up. Uh, Probably seeing it more now. Carlos asking me like, "How did you discover Paul and and Paula Amory?" And Valentine says, "Well, he was in love with his ex, but then he was also in love with someone else." And and Carlos, he basically said like he doesn't understand because he still says like, "Do you do this because you want to play around with other people?" Um, he said, "Because for me, you're with me and no one else," and. It's also, and we're going to see this next episode, it also is dealing with, I'm not saying that people that can't be in a poly or open relationship are dealing with shame. I'm not, but, so I don't want to equivocate that, but I am saying Carlos is really trying to, I think, fit himself into that binary, heterosexual binary, because he is so uncomfortable still with being gay. And yeah. I can relate to that. We all do that a lot. And we're going to see that next week when I think the, the, value issue of valentine literally dancing and prancing around on stage with his shirt off and at a gay club and i'm interested to see next week if carlos is right saying you can't do that here because people are going to judge you and look at you or if carlos is in his head about it and nobody cares if valentine takes his shirt that, off I'm that is true i'm interested to see the way the promo made it look is that carlos was talking about it being a safety issue yes but um, i'm wondering if I, I've been not. with people who aren't fully out. Like it's hard for them to be out themselves. And when you're in even a gay space, they still feel uncomfortable. And if it's that, then I think Carlo, uh, then I think that even on, a, that's going to be another roadblock and that Valentine is not going to want to be with someone he has to handhold to come out. I agree. No way. But I, I think my, my big thing here is, these people have been talking for two fucking years. I know, but it's Nothing, as if they but it's as if they don't know each other, isn't it? I I, I just I guess I think I, it's all maybe like this sex is talk. maybe this is that's that is exactly what I, I think. You, they just and that fucking is, FaceTime and fuck and like and get that, off. And that is why, but 
I think they may talk a little bit, but but Carlos has made up all the romantic yeah. stuff in yeah. his head. Valentine, I don't think I, I'm not trying to disparage anyone's idea of love, but I don't see I don't see this coming as deep from Valentine. I just don't. Um, no, it just feels. I think polyamory can be fine. People can, that can be a great, meaningful relationship. But it, again, it's they just don't. Again, it's like they just hooked up for the first time and met on an app, and now they're in the, in a room with each other the next day, learning about one another. Made no I, sense. I do want to do talk about one thing where, uh, the all this is the classic ninety day scene where someone tries something of the culture, and they and they either hate it or the Americans afraid to do it. And Valentine, they're going to try these like fish eggs, but it's actually a fish egg sack. It's like this is important to me because I grew up in a fishing town. And he's like, I'm not an adventurous eater. It tastes like chicken gizzards. At least he ate it and didn't pull a Larry no. and didn't spit it out. So he ate it. He, it was funny. He was like, yeah. he made a joke. He's like, if I could put sauce sauce on it, I'll be like, that was funny. That was, that was a better way to handle it. It's, it, this is so interesting. I think this is a great conversation to be had about open relationships, polyamory, and especially in, in the LGBT community especially with gay men because there's we 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 know a lot of people who are in it's joked about in san francisco that every relationship is open or the the polyamory or in los Mm -hmm. angeles too and uh but it's and and when some straight people hear about this they're like what and like then the other person knows or like you're in a thruple yeah it is a it's a thing um and and a thruple is different than a polyamorous but there's a whole it, and some of these relationships work out really. This is not the best representation of that, y'all. Because for it some is people, not. it really works. That's what I'm for worried about. For some people, it works. Yeah, for some people, it works. So, but as always, Naughty Day Fiance doesn't really pick the first people to kind of break open a door to be the best representat- <laughs> representatives. See footnote Erica and Stephanie. Yeah, but they're um, good TV. That's all I got. Yeah, it's that's all I got too. God, I love Lip. God, I love lip. God, I love lip. So good. Lip service. All right. I'm going to get in my cousin's massage chair and uh, take Ow. the day off in Oklahoma and then go into a hundred degree heat. But y'all, thank you so much for listening. Um, if Thanks you're new to the- us on the, on, on the live tour, on the live yes, show, the come way. see us still go to our link tree link. And if you're new to the Patreon or Supercast because you got sucked into Love in Paradise, welcome. You can also get our class list or our old season. Right now we're doing season five of 90 Day Fiance. So you can listen to that on the Patreon we as well. just watched the Owl episode with Luis yes. and Molly. You can, oh, so good. You can also listen to any of our binges, our Netflix binges. So Love is Blind, um, uh, uh, Unclassified. What was that one called? Ultimatum. Ultimatum. I knew it started with the U. Um, <laughs> so anyway, you, wrong with your brain? You need, you can to, listen, we, need to, we need to charge it. Like I need a phone. to get a massage in my cousin's massage chair. All right, everybody. We call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places? Yes. And if you have a significant other who tears your vagina apart, <laughs> call, call us. And then I he just can, think she could have found he, a way to say that better. <laughs> and then he can call me.
Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.